We have begun. I'm sorry? We've begun. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, okay. Fucking welcome back, you guys. <laughs> welcome the fuck back to my fucking podcast again for the, I don't know, the 10th time maybe. Um, I have my dear friend and co-worker, soon to be not co-worker. Oh, yeah. Mr. Thomas Wilkes. Introduce yourself. Give us your name, date of birth, social security number, rank. Hey, listen, my mother's maiden name. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dog's yeah. first, like my first dog. Uh, hey, nice to hear you guys. I've been a long-time listener. My name's Tom. I've uh, been working with good old heaven and lease for uh, how long has it been quite a few months now it's been like nine months yeah and so uh i'm glad that she invited me on my our, on this good old podcast and we're gonna get controversial we're gonna freaking get controversial <laughs> so i don't have any talking oh shit i don't have any talking points mm-hmm. for either of us so i think we can talk about anything you want to talk about we can just talk Okay, that sounds good to me. Um, well, I guess some of the things I was thinking about as of late, and maybe I don't know if this is going to be too deep right off the cusp, but um, just Facebook in general. Uh, Facebook? All the memes and the information. I, so, personally, I'm a big fan of engaging in Facebook arguments. Okay. Oh, I my know. God. Me too. <laughs> I fucking love it. The, the weird thing about it is it gets nowhere. No one will ever take your point seriously. Yep. But I get a lot of joy out of just articulating my point and kind of finding out where I personally stand. And But I know it gets nowhere. You're not going to convince anyone of anything. Mm-hmm. And other than anything for yourself and the, the sheer joy of yep. <laughs> calling someone out on yep. something stupid. Um, I mean, it's not really much used to it. Yeah. Um, but the um post that i'm talking about and i know we've talked about it a little bit like individually off the podcast a little bit is like about sexuality Mm -hmm. and so something i think is like really interesting that a lot of people are talking about is only fans okay so for those of you who don't know which if you don't know about only fans like you're not yeah (laughs) you're fucking living under a rock there's no way you don't know about only for those of you who do not know only fans it's a platform where you can share content it's any content it's any type of content it's usually sexual content so you're selling it's most popular sexual content Mm -hmm. content but it's most it's used widely by like porn stars and like mm-hmm. actual like people who were doing sex work before the yes. pandemic mm-hmm. and now because obviously porn stars are doing very successful and only fans yes. normal people what you'd consider amateur sex workers mm-hmm. are starting to make their own only fans so like somebody that i went to high school with she has an really? only fans yeah and she made it like a thousand dollars in like less than 24 hours oh, such good money yeah it really is honestly i'm, I'm a and li- she's really like she's really beautiful so it's like it's not mm. surprising that many people would want to see her oh absolutely I, I have to admit i'm i'm pretty jealous i wish i had the same opportunity to because i mean I, I, I don't know what the actual job's like i imagine it's somewhat easy as long as you can get like good camera angles mm-hmm. and i mean it, it of, really of course depends does it okay. it also depends on like your existing popularity before you even start it so like you have a point my there. friend who yeah. started her only fans she already has like i think almost three thousand followers on twitter and like she's really pretty like she's just a popular person like she was popular Mm -hmm. when we were in high school um shout out to you janelle (laughs) (laughs) yo like and follow subscribe go fucking go fucking buy janelle's uh only fans i don't know her twitter but like we went to high school together (laughs) so fucking shout out to you i'm so happy for you but yeah she so i think that that popularity that she already had and people who were already like attracted to her and probably wanted Mm -hmm. to see her in a provocative way. Yeah. I think that definitely <clears throat> helped with her 
OnlyFans getting being as successful as it is because like she got she made her OnlyFans she made a thousand dollars in less than twenty four hours and I think she made ten k in a month. Jeez, that's and now insane. she ha- and she got, and now she has her own apartment and she's like she's doing really well for herself. So I'm yeah. like, shout out to you, dude. Like that so, is so amazing. I have to admit, and um, just to get kind of give you, <laughs> I have to give you guys a little bit of my background okay. before we dive too much into this. So um, I'm from Pennsylvania, just a small town. It, for all the people who are from Pennsylvania, you probably can relate. Shout if out you're to not, Pennsylvania. Yeah, shout out to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not from Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, you're from in the middle of nowhere, mm. and it's probably like a really small, you know, mm. white town. I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, that's that, that's our roots for the most part. Fair enough. Um, and so I'm from a very stereotypical um, small town in Pennsylvania. Everyone is everyone flies a Confederate flag, even though we were Ooh. never part of the Union. You know, just that type of thing. I mean, it's it's great. Like a I'm I'm white, um, so like I for the most part fit in. Well, my mom's Puerto Rican. Do you, but well, guess, just a quick question. Yeah. Don't mean to interrupt you, Sorry. but do you? What do you think about the Confederate flag? I'm conflicted. Okay. All right, because I I think the idea of it um, being I like the rhetoric the South comes up with it okay. of you know standing up for. You know, for yourself, mm-hmm. um, I kind of grew up with the idea that the Civil War was not so much about slavery, but rather than states' rights. Okay. And I always thought the idea was romantic. I, I felt like that was a bit the true American spirit of, I don't care what you're going to say, we have rights. Right. As American people, that is we, very American. We, we, we put that line in the sand in 1776, mm-hmm. where we are human beings and we have rights, and we're not going to let you take them away. Right. And... I'm not going to let government dictate what I can and cannot do. So I, I always thought that was a very romantic idea. Mm. And being from a small Republican, you know, white town. Right. And being white for my, uh, myself for the most part, um, you know, that always kind of struck a chord with me. And I always thought it was weird that people had um, bad feelings toward the Confederate flag. Yeah. But the other side of it is a part of it does represent racism. I think when you look at history, it's really hard to. Um, I think it's really hard to appreciate it because you are because we had a different culture back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, you can't take the same culture of modern day where we have the internet, all this like information and everything, and apply our same ideas that we have today to 150 years ago. Right. People were freaking starving to diseases. Yeah. You know, like we had different ideas about religion, different, you know, ethnicities, ideas about ethnicity itself. Yeah. And so it's really hard to take the ideas that we have today and apply it back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the Confederate flag itself, uh, now um, I'm kind of anti-Confederate flag. Okay. Because of, um, to me, it's just a piece of cloth. Who cares? Right. Who cares? You know, like like if you totally. like if you're like, I think if you now with people saying it represents racism, it's deeply offensive. It's like flying the Nazi flag. Like, it does it really mean that much to you to fly it and to um, stand by it that you have to like deeply offend all these people? Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, What's crazy yeah. is that like. Like you brought up the Nazi flag, people who what and what I've seen yeah. on the internet lately with all the mm-hmm. protests and stuff, a lot of white people, mm-hmm. I'll call them white supremacists because that's what I think they are, okay. have been protesting for their rights, whatever rights <laughs> they think are you know being yeah yeah like <laughs> infringed upon. Yeah, I don't know which ones they think, but like mm-hmm. whatever they feel, <laughs> they they walk around with the Confederate and a Nazi flag 
and they talk about how like white supremacy is like it's never gonna go away and it's here just white supremacy is here to stay and like whatever bullshit and it's like yeah i i'm anti-confederate flag just because i don't understand why anybody is so obsessed with it yeah because it's like the confederacy lasted what less than five years it wasn't very long so why does so many people like my enlistment is mm-hmm. going to last longer than the Confederacy did. Like, why yeah, does that fucking, insane. like, why does that matter? It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Especially because, like, in the Civil War, the Confederates were fighting to keep their slaves. Yes. Like, if, yes. w- when people are offended by it, they have good reason to be offended by it. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is kind of a symbol for racism, in a sense, because it's like, okay. they were fighting for infringing upon black people's mm-hmm. livelihood and yeah. rights. And even though, they didn't exactly get the life that they dreamed of after the war was over. There's mm-hmm. no, in my head, there's no logical reason to be so obsessed with the Confederate flag, unless you were just a white supremacist, in my opinion. My question to you is, is it possible? So let's go back to the not to the Nazi flag. Okay. So the original symbol for the Nazi flag, for those of you that aren't familiar, is actually the symbol of Buddhism. Yeah. You know, we're both here in Korea. It's so strange. Yeah. Because we see... They're well, everywhere. We see, we see the, the... Well, so... All the Nazis did is they just kind of turned it. Yeah, like, they just like, like tilted it a little bit. Yeah, they, they tilted it so it's a diamond in a seven square. Right. But here in Korea, we see it all the time. Yeah, the swastikas. Yeah, so, um, but I mean, the, of course, it's tilted into the square formation here. Right. But it's so strange because um, here it represents Buddhism, not Right, and like supremacy. peace and tranquility, mm-hmm. which is honestly really upsetting and annoying yes, that they yeah. took that symbol that meant something beautiful so something really truly beautiful Mm -hmm. and like something that i think most people honestly i prefer buddhism over most religious ideologies get into that later but i i I agree with you i I love how open-minded it is so it sucks that these like fucking nazis took this beautiful symbol and were just like "Eh." yeah (laughs) "Eh." okay it's ours (laughs) now they copied pasted it literally and then just just, like flipped on its head because it means the exact opposite to the nazis yeah what you know buddhism literally the complete opposite and um but my question to you is is it possible to take what may have been the original idea of the confederacy again i don't it's really hard to say what history really meant Mm -hmm. to the people because i've heard a variety of different information and i don't really know what's right um some people say the american civil war is about slavery some people say it was about states rights some people said it's about like taxation I think like it was. That. I think it was all of the above. It, it may sure. have been in some form. Um, I think it really depends on how you interpret history. I think the. I feel like. I mean, it, you'd be foolish to say it's slavery difficult. wasn't a big part. Yeah. You know, oh, one hundred percent. You'd be foolish to say one hundred percent. Like that's not what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, you can't yeah. deny that slavery took a was a huge had a huge mm-hmm. role in the Civil War. Um, I think honestly, I think that it was a, a combination of. So slavery okay because not everybody was against slavery mm-hmm. you know it was it was a good portion but not because yeah. they were like i want to keep my slaves i don't want to fucking <laughs> yeah. get rid of my slaves they're doing all my work mm-hmm. you know what of i mean course, yeah. but i think all those extra things added to it like taxation and mm-hmm. states rights and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah <clears throat> but i just regardless of what the confederacy meant back then mm-hmm. what it means now in my opinion yes it doesn't have a good reputation if that makes sense so i guess my question is is it possible for us to take the symbol of the confederate flag back and make it mean because i mean if you think about it the flags and all these symbols it's all constructs 
we give it meaning. There's no meaning attributed to it other than what we give it. Is it possible for us just to change the meaning to it, to our culture, and say, you know what? Slavery is terrible. Mm-hmm. It was a huge blemish. Oh, I mean, more so than that. I mean, it's a scar on the American people, on right. our culture, on the country as, as, as it is. Right. Is it possible for us to admit that this was bad and try and take back the symbol of saying, you know what? Let's make this into, into a symbol of the American spirit rather than a symbol of slavery. Or would that just be kind of a cover-up? Do you think that would just be us covering it up or I think that changing the meaning? I wouldn't call it a cover-up. Okay. And I understand what you're trying to say. But I mm-hmm. honestly, honestly, just answering your question, yeah. I don't think it's possible okay. to take That's that fair. back. Just because I think it's better to recognize the issues with it, mm-hmm. leave it behind, and move on. Mm, I really think that that's the only way that you can't because I feel like regardless of whatever meaning we can like Mm -hmm. tie to the flag in the future it will always have the past that it was born with yeah you you have a good point and I think that it's better honestly Mm -hmm. I just think it's better like we probably can it's probably possible but I don't think that it would solve many problems I think that it would be better to be like this was the Confederacy. This mm-hmm. is what they stood for. We recognize that we don't agree with this because this is not how we live now. This was many years ago, mm-hmm. decades ago. We need to move on. We need to recognize our mistakes as a country and as people and move mm-hmm. on and be better in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's just annoying because it's like in America, people refuse to like accept the fact that we have so many faults in our history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And slavery is one of the biggest issues. Absolutely. And it's like yeah. with Nazi Germany – not like Germany recognized like, yes, we like, this was a big deal. We had the Holocaust. (laughs) We made a fucking gigantic mistake. We are so sorry. Let's move on and be better. And they're still paying reparations to Jewish people, Jewish people today because of everything that happened in the Holocaust, because Mm -hmm. there's still people who are affected by that absolutely, and their family members and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, that's awesome. You were it. That's the right thing to do. Recognize Mm -hmm. what was wrong. Make better movements in the future Mm -hmm. to do better and then just continue to be better. But with America, they don't fucking do that. <laughs> They're just like, um, I have rights, and no. you can't tell me what my rights are. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, man. So that actually brings so many more topics to my mind. But the one that initially came to my mind is so we're obviously in, in South Korea right now. Yes. And so uh, we have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of mutual friends, actually, yeah. um, from South Korea. And so I was talking to um, some of our mutual friends, um, and we're talking about the Japanese. Okay. I'd rather not name anyone. Um, and so for those of you maybe who are not familiar with Korea or um, its history, they have a very um, troubled past with a lot of the surrounding Asian countries yep. in the area, namely China and Japan. Yep. Um, Japan, um, I think before their Second World War, occupied a lot of the land here. Um, essentially, they did the same thing Germany did. They're trying to build a huge empire and they had very savage means of which they did it. Um, but that's not really talked about nowadays. Mm-hmm. And what's going on is a, an event very similar to the Holocaust happening here in Korea by the Japanese. Um, you know, and I'm, this is from what I hear from our Korean friends. Um, I haven't necessarily fact-checked it, so I recommend you guys, you know, look into this yourself. Yeah. Um, I may not be 100% correct on this. this yeah, we're not just, geniuses. Yeah. We're just <laughs> people. anecdotal evidence that I'm giving you, but... Um, <laughs> But I know, um, I've, I've heard it from a, variety, a large variety of Korean people. A lot of them have um, 
negative feelings, okay. <laughs> to say the least, All to right. the Japanese. Some of them are actually cr- pretty racist, yeah. um, to be honest. Um, but essentially what happened was like we had a holocaust here in, in Korea. Uh, of course, it's the entire peninsula of Korea, not just the north and south at the time. And, but the Japanese have covered it up. And they continue to cover up to the time of this podcast, freaking September 2020. Yep. And so the Japanese government, oh, I'm sorry, the Korean government will continues to appeal to the Japanese governments because um, they have a lot of UNESCO heritage sites. Yeah. And what UNESCO tells these people is, hey, we need the absolute truth. Nothing mm-hmm. hidden, nothing, you know, no cover-up stories, no of the propaganda. We're here for history and the truth. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese always gives the propaganda and they try to cover up the, the bad history because they don't want to blemish on the country. Yeah. No one does. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. But, um, and so Korea and J- Japan have been fighting over this, and now there's a ban. Korean people are not allowed in Japan. Japanese people are not allowed in Korea. Yep. And so that's what's going on yeah. here. Excuse me. <laughs> I forget what. <laughs> I forget the reason why I brought that up now, but because um, I, I, I guess we're on the. It is a good information to know. Not everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Not everybody like, yeah. especially in America, because we have so many of our own fucking problems to deal with. Not many yeah, people know about yeah. the outside problems. Mm-hmm. It's the same way that um, the UK doesn't like recognize Ireland, Ireland as a country. Oh, so like they're up. kind yeah. of like in their own way. I don't think it's racism. I think is it more like xenophobic. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. I don't um, know what you would call it either. But whatever I, that is, <laughs> I was stationed in England um, before I came here. Yeah, and I had the absolute privilege. I, I love English people. All right, they are. Um, I don't know, they're such warm people, at least the ones that I've met. And I, <laughs> it's actually kind of a funny story. So I was there for two years. Yeah. And the entire time I was there, I had a neighbor who owned a bar in the back. And so every now and then, I'd, especially in the summertime, I'd hear some music playing and people laughing and joking. Just but fucking I'd ignore out. it. I'd, you know, like someone's having a barbecue. Just whatever. So it was like the few weeks before, like I, I was uh, supposed to come over here to Korea. The guy was walking by, saw me mowing the lawn, and he's like, hey, come on over. So I started talking to them. They were all in the, um, they were all deployed to Ireland to fight against the conflict that was going on there. Okay. And so, you know, we shared some drinks, and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were there for the whole, the whole time. Because they, <laughs> they, they used to be friends with the, the occupants before, um, of the place I was renting, and they uh, used to invite them out all the time. But I guess every time they came out to like knock on my door, I was just never there or something. Um, but these guys were great, and so they invited my entire shop over. Nice. We probably went through like not even kidding ten bottles of like expensive whiskey. These guys were so accommodating. But I mean, it's you know when you get like military people together, everyone everyone's family, and so we're all out there drinking, having a good time, and they're telling me the worst stories and. I was ashamed to say I, I didn't know too much about the Ireland conflict. Yeah. These guys had, like, amazing stories of uh, a guy was, like, um, he's just 19 years old. He's out there. And um, he's coming up these uh, rows of stairs. Yeah. And this is, like, when the IRA were, like, detonating bombs. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know too much about the actual conflict itself other than stories these guys told me. So I can't give you guys too much context behind it. So okay. this guy was walking up the stairs and he has his gun in his hand and he's like, he's nervous. He's shaking. Because um, when you're in the combat zone, you don't know what's going to It's pure chaos. And um, he walks up and this car explodes in front of him. Shrapnel everywhere. Zipping past him. 
and he just goes flat on his ass, doesn't know what to do. Luckily, um, I guess one of the older soldiers comes over and grabs him by the cup of uh, his shirt, pulls him away, and um, he said that he got out of the military like immediately after. Um, and, <laughs> and, it's but, fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. But What's annoying yeah. to me about the military and the world mm-hmm. <laughs> is that me and Rama talk about this a lot, yeah, how... Yeah. Um, his friends back home will mm-hmm. call like regular people in the military, like me yeah. and you, because mm-hmm. me and you both fucking hate it here. <laughs> yeah, we can agree on that. <laughs> we can agree on how much we fucking hate being in the military. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends back home yeah. will post on Instagram stories or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. about how, um, like if you're in the military, you're automatically a war criminal. <laughs> And it's like, it's so annoying to me because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we are, we're people. Like, we're literally people. There's so many, like, uh, oh my God. I don't even know what to say to that because, like, the first thing that comes to my head is, like, have you ever heard of the military industrial complex or are you just fucking stupid? I would say those are the same kind of people who are saying, um, who are racist, who are homophobes. And they're trying to hide it. When you generalize entire type of people yeah. without understanding anything about them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's discrimination at its heart. Yeah. Um, I remember, so for, so again, I'm new on this podcast. Uh, let me give you a bit of context about myself. So okay. I've been in the military for about five years. I'm a staff sergeant. Um, <laughs> and just like, I mean, I've listened to your podcast about it. If you guys haven't heard, listen to Heaven's podcast about the military. She tells you everything about her experience and, and whatnot. And it's, it's pretty raw. Yeah, my, my first episode is like, it's basically me just ranting for an hour and a half. I also <laughs> didn't even know that I was doing it for that long. So yeah. I'm so sorry. So I won't go as far to say I hate the military because I've, I've gained a lot of things from it. But I think it is a very toxic yeah. environment. It and is. I don't enjoy it currently. I, I don't intend on staying in. Yep. Um, I share either. a lot of the same blues, beliefs, excuse me, <laughs> beliefs as... <laughs> blues? As, yeah. Are you blue? <laughs> I'm blue. I'm in the military. I'm bleeding blue. Oh, my God. Um, I save a lot... Of, say, I have the same beliefs as you in a lot of the uh, things about the military because it is... <sighs> It's a toxic environment for yeah. the most part, and a lot of people settle. I don't want to talk too much about this because uh, you already have those podcasts on yeah. it. But, um, but, I mean... That's just a little bit about me, I guess. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, the military is a lot, man. Like, mm-hmm. it does... It, it's a lot to say that I hate the military. Like, I don't regret joining. Mm-hmm. I greatly appreciate the opportunities the opportunity that i have to join the military and also to get my like yeah to gain all that i have like i have an education i can get out i'm gonna get a house like i'm very Mm -hmm. lucky however it does suck that i had to sell my rights away to join the military to just become even slightly successful not even Mm -hmm. successful but just like make sure that i have somewhere to live be middle class not even (laughs) i I literally i don't even make 30 grand a year like i am still lower class yeah so it's like i did all this to make barely any money you want to know what i find is fascinating about the american culture so i've been i've been very fortunate in my military career i've been stationed in germany england and out here in korea um and Every place I've been to and all the people I've talked to, they it seems like they have it so easy because they're like, oh, you know, I got out of school. And like it seems to me like a lot of people are very much so middle class. And I usually I'm a pretty I'm a pretty like um, ghetto traveler. Like I I, I like going to ghetto. 
um, not the best parts of town. Like I, oh, yeah. I you know, I, I, I don't. It doesn't matter where I sleep. If I, even if I'm sleeping on the street, like I, it doesn't matter to me. And I like talking to anyone I can, either on the subway and stuff like that. And so I have a variety of experiences that, of people I've spoken to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it seems like every, no one's afraid that they're going to sleep on the street. They don't have to worry about education so much. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if I have to order an ambulance, am I going to go into debt? Yeah. Like, yeah. like most people don't have to oh worry God, about that yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have to worry about being at the bare minimum. Yeah. The bare minimum of, like, survival of, hey, do I have a house over my head? Yeah. Uh, do I have running water? All this type of thing. In America, I feel like that's a very real concern mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm afraid that if I don't figure things out, get granted I'm when I'm out of high school, homeless. I don't have any decent skills yeah um that i may not i might be on the streets yeah or i may be selling drugs to make ends meet or this that or the other thing um granted there's a lot of things that go into play you know we have a different population different culture states you know all this different thing all these different excuses people give yeah um but i mean it's just like for the richest country on earth because we are the richest by GDP mm-hmm. uh, and the quote-unquote greatest country on earth. For us to have these real concerns yeah. and these, the poverty and everything like that, the, the racism that's going yep. on, it's, it's honestly embarrassing. Yeah, be, oh my God. To, I be literally, a, to be abroad sometimes. I literally say it all the fucking time, mm-hmm. all the time. How are we the richest and supposed to be the greatest country on fucking earth? Yeah. And we have so many goddamn problems. So many fucking problems. Not to say that the rest of the world doesn't have problems, because there's plenty of issues mm-hmm. in the rest of the world. Yeah. But it's also like, America is so fucking nosy and so busy trying to get in other people's business and bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, focus on your fucking self, bro. How do you think we're the richest? You need to take care of yourself, how do you, dog. How do you, listen, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Right? Like, oh my, so, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know dude. if, uh, for those of you who maybe not are not familiar, I mean, there's a, especially in the uh, South American countries and the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, like Mexico, like there's a lot of things that we, we've gotten involved in a lot of politics that has not dealt with us. Uh, an interesting article, actually, you guys can take a look at, um, is about the banana company. There's a banana company, I think it was Dole, D-O-L-E. I'm, I'm not exactly sure on that, but I remember reading an article about this. There's like, when bananas started kind of like um, becoming popular and people were able to send fruits, you know, fruits spoil very quickly. Yeah. And they were able to send them like abroad and whatnot. Um, there was a guy who capitalized on this and started a company where he would. Oh, is everything okay? Yeah, it's good. Okay, cool. Um, he, was start, he, he grew a huge fruit company. He was pretty much the uh, standard oil company of fruit. Um, and he toppled a government um, in South America. I forget exactly which one. Excuse me. Um, just so that he can sell his fruit better because he had yeah. a, like almost a monopoly over it. Uh, that's not their first occurrence. Uh, I, so when I was in station, when I was uh, deployed to Kuwait, this great man I met. Shout out to Joseph Tulla. All right, he's all right, my mentor. Shout out Joseph, great guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, I was stationed with him, and he's from Jamaica. All right, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys who was work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. All right, when it, when when we went to work, it was nothing but business. All right. We're here to do a job, and we're going to do it at the best of our ability. We're going to fucking get our we job done. We have a reputation to maintain, <laughs> okay. and we're not going to go dip below it. All right. And when you're around those type of people, it's so infectious. It's mm. like, you know, I'm going to – I don't like my job. Mm, me neither. But when I was working with him, 
I wanted to be the best at it. I feel you. I completely feel you. I've you had know those when moments. you're just around those people yeah. where like you could be doing the most menial yep. task, but you want to do the best of the ability because yep. you're doing it for that person. Yep, exactly. You're not doing it for yourself. You're not doing I, it for anyone else. I know exactly what you mean. And and he had a lot of wisdom to give. All right, um, just talking to him, his personal experiences. Uh, he was just such an intelligent man and just inspirational in his own part. Uh, that's why I consider him a mentor um, and whatnot. So I was talking to him about his home country, Jamaica. He's very, you know, as most people are, he's very proud of Jamaica and uh, its country and its heritage and everything. And I learned a lot from him. And he was talking about how Jamaica used to be an industrial complex of the okay. Caribbean. Just because uh, it's a formal British colony. And if okay. you know about the formal British colonies, yep. they're usually set up. Yeah. You got Singapore, freaking America. Yeah. Jamaica was no less. Yeah. All right, Jamaica just had um, wealth coming in. It was on its way to a superpower into America. That's crazy. America started to uh, have certain trade deals, um, stepped in. I guess uh, Jamaica used to be known for its, the dairy products. And, and um, you know, they have, you know, beautiful uh, fields and, and whatnot. From, from what he's telling me, I haven't looked too much into it myself after what he's told me. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Um, but Jamaica had a lot going for it. But I mean, look at it now. I mean, there's a lot of gang violence. There's a lot of poverty and whatnot. Jamaica is known for weed mm. now, which is sad from what it was definitely growing to be. But that's due to America dipping its greedy hands in there. Because they're fucking greedy. But America's took over. I mean, America is the pinnacle of capitalism and they took over the market. It really is. Um, same thing happened to Puerto Rico. Um, my mom's Puerto Rican. Um, my best friend here, um, Jennifer, she's Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. We're all Puerto Rican. We're all family here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fucking Puerto Rican out here. And, um, but um, in, if you know anything about uh, Puerto Rican hi history, Puerto Rico is a territory of America. So technically, all Puerto Ricans are American citizens. Mm -hmm. But most Americans don't know that. Right. Um, and they also treat, America also treats Puerto Rico like shit. It's, it's, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but. I don't know all yeah. the facts on what's going on with Puerto Rico, but mm -hmm. I do know that they are still suffering from the hurricane that oh, hit and how long ago. And they refuse yeah. to help them. Mm -hmm. They refuse to help make reparations for them. And then America, on top of that, they're mm -hmm. trying to, my friend mm -hmm. uh, from tech school, she has lived in Puerto Rico her, her, her whole yeah. life. I think she's living in Florida right now, but mm -hmm. she's always posting on social media about how like America is trying to uh, fucking like make new like refix the hotels and shit so people can go and you know mm -hmm. yeah. you know go there for vacation even though there's plenty of cities and communities that are completely oh. destroyed from the hurricane and yeah. they, they refuse to help them with anything else mm -hmm. so that's just a little insight on how well, our fucking country feels so about Puerto of, Rico. A lot of ignorant people, and I don't mean ignorant in the negative connotation. I mean like just not knowing. Yeah, people. they just don't know. Um, a lot of ignorant Americans think that oh, Puerto Rico is just latching off of America, but Puerto Rico actually gives a lot more revenue to America mm -hmm. than what they receive from yep. the federal government. Yep. And so, honestly, the the situation, and this is very controversial. You can ask three Puerto Ricans. Three, you know, the, the same question, you could get three different answers. Mm -hmm. But from what I understand is, I mean, Puerto Rico is not gaining anything from being a territory. Not anything at all. Whatsoever. And so, and, and a lot so of people, honestly, they're just suffering from being a territory. Some people say they should be a state. 
some people say they should be independent. I think they should be. I think America is gaining a lot from having them as a territory instead of a state. Because yep. if you let them be a state, they have a right to vote. They do not have a right to vote whatsoever now. Which is crazy. It's insane. That doesn't make any we fucking are, sense. We, we are, it, it, it's literally like, like we're maintaining the slavery system with them. Almost. Because <laughs> we're so not, wild. We are getting so much revenue. We're getting so many products. Because Puerto Rico, actually, it's expensive in Puerto Rico. They have to send their products to the mainland America. And then ship them back in order to get access to them, which obviously makes it you know more expensive. So Puerto Rico gains almost nothing at this. Um, Dude, but I, that is just you know my. Ignorance. I like can't. <laughs> I like can't even fathom that. Yeah, it's, it like pisses it's me off. Oh, it, it, I, my thing is the that worst I don't. Part is no one knows about it. Yeah, nobody. It's not talked about. Nobody. And people are like, people are ignorantly mad at it. They're like, oh man. Fuck Puerto, Fuck Puerto Rico. Rico. It's like, you don't even know what Puerto Rico's going through <laughs> right even, now. I bet you can't even tell where it is on the yeah, map. <laughs> they definitely can't. They definitely have no idea where Puerto uh, Rico is. And it sucks yeah. because it's like, oh my God, it just fucking sucks. It pisses mm -hmm. me off. But I, my thing is, I don't even know if what they would benefit more from being a state or an independent. I liked asking, um, you know, true Puerto Rican. I, I, I consider myself white because I grew up in America. Yeah, understandable. Um, my mom is most so my mom was adopted, mm. and uh, so is my father. And she grew up in the foster care system. Mm. Um, so ethnically, she's Puerto Rican, and she's done a lot to kind of reclaim that part of, of her life. You know, she's taught herself Spanish. That's she cool. went to school for it and everything like that. But you know, culturally, we're very american right and so i consider myself white if you look at me i, I look white you do anyways. look like a white dude yeah <laughs> just looking like a white guy yeah and so um i i don't think it's fair to, for me to say i'm puerto rican when i'm not even culturally puerto rican yeah. so or speak spanish right um yeah i mean i'm yeah. i'm puerto rican and dominican mm -hmm. but i i was mainly just raised like i wasn't like I, i've never even been to puerto rico yeah, i've been to either. i've been to the dominican republic uh once or twice i don't remember i was very young but i don't even know spanish because uh i know as much as like a six-year-old knows because that's when my i moved out of my grandparents house and my mom me and my mom moved into apartment and she just didn't continue spanish with me so i just don't know mm -hmm. that much i understand it more than i can speak it for <sighs> sure but i know spanish it's is such a useful language yeah for sure I've, I've traveled to so many countries and it's either English or Spanish. Yeah. You know, like it's so useful. Yep. That's why Spanish should be a mandatory language in school, I think. In I, America, I at the very least. I wish they could implement that in some way. I mean, did you know there's no official language of America? What? Yeah. We're like one of the only countries that does not have an official language. Believe it or not. And so, really? I think it's hilarious when people are you, speak you, English. You see the Karens on like Facebook Look, where they start they yelling at like the immigrants. They're like, "Oh, get out of here! Go back to your country! You don't speak English. And we, we don't speak even English have a here. language. We don't have an official language. <laughs> There's no official language. That is fucking hilarious. And I mean, I think that's very true to the original core. The, the, the core values of what America is were the land of immigrants. All right. Doesn't matter who you are, what religion you have, you know, your background, come over here, I work hard, that. make it, you're good to go. And that's at the core value, oh you know? God, but literally... like all these ignorant people are just trying to strip it away, saying, oh, speak English here. Like, why? I'm a free, I, it's a free country. I can do whatever the hell I want. That's true. <laughs> you know? It's like, a free country. I can geez, speak Spanish, I can uh, speak English, I can speak fucking German, French, Korean. 
So. Japanese, Chinese, <laughs> hell yeah, fucking anything. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. At the end of the day, just fuck you. Yeah, oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't know that they didn't ha- that we didn't yeah. have an official language. That's actually fucking hilarious. Oh, it's great. If I, I ever, I ever, it. ever, I've never really had an, like an interaction with a Karen, so to say. Mm-hmm. My, um, I love my grandmother. Yeah, I love her to death, but mm-hmm. she can be. She can be a lot sometimes, and she yeah. does the whole like the customer's always right thing, oh, okay. um, which I don't really like, and mm-hmm. I try to not let that be an issue whenever we hang out. Like if we're gonna go get food, we're gonna be nice to the waiter and waitress, okay? Yeah. Okay, Grandma, that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna do. You know? Yeah. But like I've never really had an interaction with an actual like person like that, yeah. like a very like diehard patriot american oh. like fucking speak english you here fuck so you if you're black asian hispanic you know like yeah. i've never met somebody like that personally mm-hmm. i know people who are like oh i don't hate black people but like if my like sister <laughs> married a black guy i would yeah. never speak to her again but i don't hate black people yeah. it's like they're okay as long as they don't do anything that relates to me <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> so you're racist to, yeah <laughs> I'm just not outward. He's like, oh, no, I'm not racist. That's just how I was raised. That's my belief system. Yeah, your belief system was based on racism. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) So a question that I've been debating with myself. So a little context before I ask you this question, because I think this question can be taken wrong. Okay. Um, I like to debate with myself and give the other side the benefit of the doubt. You know, play the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I really like to look into the origin of some of these ideas, namely racism. Um, do you think racism is a learned behavior or a something that's just kind of, in, you know, a part of people? Um, I would say it's definitely learned. Okay. It's a learned behavior for sure. I think it's a, co- I think it's a common belief. But yeah. I, th- I also think that the only way that you can l- like unlearn racism as mm-hmm. a belief system is to have that desire to want to not be racist. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, how I said, like I literally in tech school met a guy who was like, yeah, I don't hate black people, but like if my sister married a black guy, I would never speak to her again. Oh, and my really? entire family would cut her off. Yeah. Jeez. He literally, and I was telling him, I was like, that's racist. And he was like, no, it's not. That's my, that's, that's my beliefs and my morals. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. they were based on racism. And I was trying mm-hmm. to tell him why that's not correct. And he was like, no, that's just how I was raised. Like, I was like, no, you're, yeah, you were raised to hate black people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because if you didn't hate black people, you wouldn't care if your sister married a black guy. As long as she is married and happy and in love mm-hmm. and in a, you know, stable relationship, that's all that you should care about. Mm-hmm. The color of his skin should not matter. Absolutely. No. So if you are saying that you would never speak to your sister again because she <laughs> married a, somebody who just happened to be black, mm-hmm. like you're fucking racist. Yeah. And he just refused to listen to me. And that's like, I tell Rama this all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. in order for white people to understand why racism is so bad, they need white people because white people are the white people are the main problem in America when it comes to okay. racism. Just because like it's not even necessarily like oh I just hate black people. It's just like they just hate people that aren't that don't that don't look like them or don't mm-hmm. agree with them. Because I know white people who like black people who agree with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're a black person, you're a yeah. diehard Trump fan, which I mm-hmm. don't understand that. Yeah. And it's like oh you're cool. You're a yeah. cool black guy. You're a cool black yeah, guy. Yeah. Not that other black guy who mm-hmm. wants to vote for Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden. Yeah. No fuck you. <laughs> but then it is weird on the other side of the spectrum where mm-hmm. it's like black people who hate white people. But it's I like, wanna, what yeah, you, I want to get into that. So, but my issue yeah. with that is mm-hmm. that 
yes, it is inherently racist to hate somebody based off of their skin color or race or like what they were anything that doesn't have to do with their personality and just their physical appearance. It's fucking racist or discriminating. Mm -hmm. Right. However, I don't, I'm not saying that you can't be racist to white people. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I have weird opinions on it because white people in America Mm -hmm. are not oppressed by any system Mm -hmm. in general, usually typically. I can't think of a single system that white people suffer from, Mm -hmm. to be honest, other than probably drugs, but that's not, that's oh, yeah, the that's, that's that's the that's that's the government's fault in my opinion. Yes. I so yeah. when people hate white people, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a good belief system to have at all. Yeah. I don't hate white people. I don't hate anybody based off their race or skin color or, or ethnicity or anything like that because okay. it's fucking stupid. But I do. When when do you say though? There's um, and I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but like there's some. <laughs> hypocrisy in it like like you're saying hey i don't hate white people but white people are the main problem in america i've i've heard this rhetoric quite a quite a bit like namely on facebook where people are like whenever they talk about racist people they say white people as though white people are the only racist people i think this is um you know growing up in my small town i had a completely different belief system i i was probably more stereotypical white american um and this is me kind of going back on (laughs) going back on what i'm trying to say here but um where i kind of was i probably was a little bit more racist then um because i mean for the most part i I think they learned behavior being you know having these racist ideas um but it always bothered me bothered me bad when people would say white people are racist white people think this white people always do this i'm like i'm white I would never think that. Um, why is it like these? And, and then it would make me angry and I would start to like be like, you know what? You know, I, I think it's natural to try to like reciprocate or like have a comeback or something like that. I'm like, well, it's, it's because black people or black yeah. people suck. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like it would bring out racial tendencies. But yeah. that's not acceptable for me to say. Right. You know, and it's not acceptable for anyone to say. Right. But like to say like, oh, um, White people are racist, and then for me to try to like fire back, oh no, black people should stop shooting each other. You know, that's that's usually what people <laughs> try to fire back at. Even though that's with. America's fault as well. I mean, yeah, there's so many things in it, but you can understand my point right. where it's uh, there's just big generalizations that aren't. Um, although there's some truth in it, it's not fair for us to say, hey, white people suck, black people suck, Asian people suck, whatever. You're right. Yeah, you're right, one hundred percent. But. The only thing that I can say back to that is okay. when when people say black lives matter. Okay. We're not saying that you know anybody that's not black doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're just saying that black people are facing large issues in America. Mm-hmm. They need to be our number one sole focus mm-hmm. before we can move on and develop together as a country because as 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 long as black people are being discriminated against we can't improve as a country. We just can't. Mm-hmm. 13% of Americans are black. They need to be cared for as well. Of it course. doesn't matter. Especially yeah. because they are preyed on in every instance of, mm-hmm. of life that you can think of. So, if so, like, obviously there's people who are like, Black Lives Matter is fucking racist because you don't <laughs> think about white people. Or yeah, like other people. Yeah. But it's like, all, all lives if you really want people. to know like what Black Lives Matter means, mm-hmm. ask. Ask somebody. It's yeah. the same way that people say, A cab, bro. All cops are bastards. A cab, bro. <laughs> Which is like, 
some people get mad because they're like, not all cops are bad. Yeah. Some like there are some yeah. good cops. It's like, yeah, I know. I know there's some good cops, but mm-hmm. ACAB doesn't stand for the cops being bad. Mm-hmm. ACAB stands for the system being bastardized and mm. ruining cops, whether yeah. they're good or bad. Because even if you're a good cop and you let your bad cop friend do something bad and you don't mm-hmm. tell him to fix it, you're now a bad cop. Yeah. You you you've lost your title of good cop. And there are plenty of good cops in small cities like good sheriffs that like care for their people, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that these people aren't good people, but yeah. like I'm reading The End of Policing right now. Mm-hmm. I just got it online. Okay. And well, you mentioned that in yeah, the book, right? And yeah. it's like I before I was always like uh, defund the police, reform the police. Like that's what mm-hmm. I was always saying. It's like we need to change the way the system is right now yeah. and make it better. Mm-hmm. But after I'm I'm probably like a quarter of the way through. I, I just started it. But yeah. like so far while reading the book, I've realized that police officers mm-hmm. aren't the problem. I mean, they are kind of the problem a little bit. Yeah. But they're playing into the system that they were taught in. Of course. Yeah. So it's yeah. not necessarily the police officers or cops that need to be like killed or I'm not saying that that, that yeah. should happen. But like mm-hmm. we need to get rid of the system entirely. We need to end policing in general because policing mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for anybody. We need to what end policing mean, and replace it. What do you mean by policing? Policing like having cops showing up to any and every issue that citizens have. I've seen. Get rid of it. I hate to use a meme as oh like information, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I feel like that's what we do now in the twenty, you know, in, in the age of information. Totally. But I saw a meme where it was talking about how cops are supposed to be the main force for mental health problems. They respond to mental health problems, street infraction or whatever you call it. Or they, the point is they, they respond to so many different fields of work. Especially they're not even trained in. I mean, what is it like 20 weeks they have of training? I think it's like 30, but that's still not enough. It's something I know most people have to get like a degree in criminal justice and stuff like that. Um, and go do like a two year like schooling yeah. to become a police officer. You have to go to school for like eight years to be a fucking lawyer. Yeah. To <laughs> learn the law so mm-hmm. that you can be a prosecutor or a, def- mm-hmm. or a, a lawyer or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, but cops can go to school for, go to training for less than a year mm-hmm. and uh, boom, not, you're a cop. Not even less than a year. It's like not even half a year. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's such little training. It's absurd. And they're expected to do such a huge job. They have, they are not getting paid enough. They're not getting trained enough. They are given a huge responsibility that they are not equipped for. Yep. And now they'll get in the blunt of, hey, you know, you, of course they're making terrible decisions because yep. they're supposed to be acting, you know, in the best interest of the law and they have to act like they know what they're doing. Yep. You and I both know we're in the military. How long was your training for the military? Outside of basic training, your TED school. How long was your TED school? Four months of learning. Four months. Mine was 11 weeks. So for those of you who are not familiar with the military, when you get an A, well, for the Air Force, yeah. when you get a job assigned to you. Go to tech school. Uh, you have basic training, which is eight weeks. It changed like I think it's still years. eight weeks right yeah, now. Yeah, it's usually about eight weeks where you just kind of learn how to be in the military. Yeah. And then you go to your job training, which is called TED school. Yeah. And that could be, depend- I mean, it's, it it's whatever your job is. It's your college but the, for your job. The time, the time of tech school is dependent upon what your job is. So like mm-hmm. my tech school was four months because we did 
three months of like general vehicle like learning well, like, vehicle maintenance. yeah right okay, so yeah. basic vehicle knowledge mm-hmm. which i don't remember at all so that proves to you how fucking useless it is and then it's a month of training on specific military 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 vehicles mm-hmm. yeah. so like we did humvees we did a humvee an mb4 and a de-icer Mm-hmm. I have never worked on a fucking de-icer. And the only time I've ever worked on Humvees is when I got here the to Korea. The de-icer is for the Airplanes, runway, right? Aircrafts. Yeah. So it's like a big um, system that just kind of like sprays off. It like, sprays off yeah. like this fluid that's supposed to get rid of ice in the winter yeah. on the plane so that they can fly. And it's fucking stupid and it's annoying <laughs> and I fucking hate it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we did all that four months of technical training and then you get to your job, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you're stationed at. And you do a year of on-the-job training where you yeah. actually, you know, put that knowledge to use like you use your hands and you get into work (laughs) and that didn't teach me anything either i am a Mm -hmm. fucking mediocre mechanic i know i am and i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. because there's no way that i would be a great mechanic with a fucking less than two (laughs) years of training on vehicles when i never even had the interest in the first place well well the system itself and we can get into the military system but the military system is terrible yeah but um I guess just to give you an overcap of how the military system works, for those of you who are curious, is you get a, you go to your, your recruiter, you talk to them, you say, hey, I want to join the military. They say, all right, cool. We have, in the whole military, there's like, what, maybe 200 jobs you can do. We pretty much run a small town, so you can do anything from being a plumber to a flight mechanic for enlisted force. Yeah. Um, and so you give them, like, usually at 10 jobs that you're interested in, mm-hmm. and it's like, being thrown into the lottery. Yep. Whatever they have available, you're whatever, they, whatever they want to give you, yep. you're getting it. And also, a lot of times, if you just want to join the military, they'll just put you in something random. You'd yeah. be like, hey, well, listen, I want to be a flight mechanic. I like airplanes. I want to do that. They're like, hey, congratulations. You do pest management. You kill <laughs> bugs for a living. <laughs> That's a natural job, too. What's crazy is that um, my recruiter lied to me and told oh, me that, that only mechanical and electrical jobs were available. <laughs> he said I couldn't do anything other than mechanical or electrical. He said mm-hmm. nothing else was available. And I was like, what? In the whole military? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, all right, I'm just trying to ship out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But anyways, what well, the fuck were yeah, we talking about before? Well, so we're talking about, we are comparing the military system of they're giving out jobs to the police. Yeah. To, to police that's, training. That's another thing. Because they're, they're both government-mandated trainings, yep. and they're inefficient. E- completely inefficient. They're fucking awful. So the military training. So I'm what's called a electrical power productionist. I, we are a CE, which is civil engineer. We do all the blue-collar jobs in the Air Force. Um, my job is pretty unique in the CE force. We're the kind of the jack-of-all-trades. We run mostly generators. We do something called aircraft barriers, which is a big seatbelt for that catches airplanes, to put it simply. Um, the training I got for that was 11 weeks. In 11 weeks, they, you are supposed to have someone who knows nothing about anything to do with engines <laughs> or aircraft or whatever. And I'm supposed to be an expert on how to, <laughs> you know, expert. to cha- you know, do 
do with engines, whatever your fucking job and to is. catch airplanes. Can you imagine that? I have to run a power plant. You have to for like no. You actually have to go outside and put your hands up and catch the airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you have to do. You actually have to stand in the flight line. Yeah. and just catch I, the airplane. It doesn't land. You catch it. Yeah, you catch it with your big hands. There's just hundreds of CE airmen. Yeah, just like no. It's, we lose. We lose a lot of them every year. But listen, it's for the mission. That you got to risk sucks, it for the dude. biscuit. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. But it's a ludicrous system because there's no way you could be an expert in anything yeah. in 11 weeks. I don't care who you are, how much Adderall you're on. Oh you're not gonna you're not gonna be an expert on anything in 11 weeks. Um, and so for police officers to get to be you know enforcers of the law, you have to know everything about your state laws, your federal laws, and how to enforce it, how to like de-escalate situations, the psychology of it all. Um, not to be jumpy and trigger happy, yeah. you know, gun safety, all this stuff and less than a year. Are you kidding me? Like if I, if, if I have to get a bachelor's degree in freaking, un, you know, underwater basket weaving to be a master <laughs> of underwater basket weaving in four years, you're able to handle such a, you know, skilled job as being a police officer. Like. It is ridiculous. The time difference. It doesn't make any sense, and it's not. It's, it's not useful. It's not. It's clearly not successful. Yeah. Um. And it's absolute bullshit. But anyways, my computer is dying. Oh. So we have to wrap this up. Okay. We're fifty-two minutes in. I think oh, that's pretty man. good. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. So what did we talk about? We talked about OnlyFans. We talked about the military yeah. a little bit. Talked about cops. Mm-hmm. Talked about racism. The Confederate, the Confederate flag. flag. Oh, wow. So many what a tasty to episode. Yeah, damn. We talked about a bunch of things. Yeah. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. So this is probably going to be the last one I'm on to. Yeah. I'm leaving to Mr. Japan Mr. Tom soon. Wilkes is leaving. Yeah. To Japan on Tuesday. And mm-hmm. I am going TDY starting tomorrow. So I'm not. I'm never going to oh, see you again. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> maybe in like 10 years. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if we have like a little reunion or something. Yeah. But. Well, it was a lot of fun being on. It this. was fun. I'm glad we could talk. About I appreciate all these you being on here. For those of you who are listening and don't think I'm a complete idiot, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you know, tell your friends about this. Fucking tell your friends. Comment. Share this. Fucking me. hit that subscribe button. <laughs> hit that fucking notification that bell. Button. Yeah. <laughs> fucking destroy the like button. Yeah. Well, I I would really like to hear the feedback about this. Mm-hmm. It would honestly make my day if you if you thought it was stupid. If I made a good point. If I don't you know, think you're stupid. No, shut. It's gonna make me blush. <laughs> okay. Okay. My but, computer's um, gonna die. Okay. So thank you you guys so much for having yeah, me yeah thank here. you we'd love to hear from you yeah you can follow me on instagram you know my shit i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. do you want to plug yourself real quick before my computer dies? i don't use instagram okay so. cool well thank you for listening guys i really uh, appreciate it love you all and fucking Take care. catch you next time okay bye okay bye bye okay bye, bye. <laughs>